0: Okay, okay, okay. What was that <coughs> idea that I liked that I just already promptly forgot I don't that I said know. we should record for?
1: We're doing uh, episode oh. one special edition. <laughs> oh, right. So I wanted to add 3D Job of the Hutt back in. Yeah, just Star All-Star special edition. <laughs> <laughs> <The> remastered.
0: <laughs> Unreleased. Uncut.
1: Victor shoots first this time. Director's cut. <laughs> Victor has seen this episode, and we have not. Right,
0: so just to introduce what we're trying to do here, everyone. We understand that a lot of people start at Stardust Crusaders 1. And, you know, we're not going to judge you but so much for skipping the first two parts, which is to say a lot, but thank you for joining us. You're a dirty part skipper. (laughs) Look, if you're
2: missing Battle Tendency, you're missing the real shit.
0: So yeah, go back and listen to that. But if you decide to keep doing this, because this is a very good entry point for everyone, we just wanted to jazz up what we did initially, give it the quality and production value. Because that, you know we actually have gotten better as podcasters over
2: you know a half a year, debatable. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we may.
1: have...
0: It's kind of a downward slide.
2: You mean really. to say we mm-hmm.
1: haven't devolved into a complete mess, and you know we kind of like our mess?
0: Yeah, that's more or less what it is.
2: Look, we just we just grew into our strengths and accentuated our weaknesses.
0: Grew into <laughs> like a tree grows into an object. It's not a healthy.
1: <laughs> really. <laughs> so, to, Took a lot of episodes, but we finally engulfed our previous selves. We're, ho- we're hoping
3: that if we say these jokes enough times that they'll eventually get funny, so we're really pulling for that.
0: Oh yeah, we gotta hit all the classics, like, what are the ones we ran in the ground? Body fridge, Body Vore. Monkey
2: Noises, that's why I said strengths earlier.
3: Oh god, now I gotta.
0: <laughs> I stopped doing that, that was a fun bit, but uh, anyway, anyway. Look, the so... listeners won't know
1: it yet. Yeah, I oh, know. It, it actually bit. will
2: make no sense for you to do with that. Don't do it.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh- Just to set a baseline... It's called foreshadowing, people. (laughs) We we, we are from the future. We we are recording this after we finished the first half of Stardust Crusaders. And now we have a bit of a hindsight to this.
0: Yeah, we thought it might be fun to jazz up the first episode, give some retrospectives, edit it together, make it pop, so that when you go to episode two, it will be a jarring change. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like, the quality drop will
0: go off a cliff. <laughs> but it'll slowly crawl its way back to
3: the low point we set for it
4: at this <laughs> <We're> very instant.
3: <laughs> We're really hoping you'll just catch the bug and then we'll be infected and you'll be ruined forever. Like a,
0: Yeah, like a disease.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the all star <laughs> disease. It's terminal.
0: Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All-Stars, a podcast by, for Yocasta slash Oedipus nerds, for all you Yocasta slash Oedipus nerds out there. As always, <laughs> I'm Joey Foyles. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about Stardust Crusaders, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Episode 1, The Man Possessed by an Evil Spirit. And just in case y'all are starting on this one, because starter Crusaders is the best, uh, this is a JoJo watch-along podcast where we sit here for, you know, about an hour and make really, really bad jokes about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure.
1: Man, we fucking I mean, made it. We fucking made it to the Stardust Crusaders. I'm yeah. so proud of us. God. I am very proud of us.
2: Yeah. It's like, really, Joey, have you seen this show? What other jokes could we make except really bad? Jokes?
1: <laughs> yeah, if we make
0: good jokes, it would be bad. Yeah, that's the yeah. truth. We could do a little better. Uh, no, I think this is about our peak, Tim.
1: Y'all, I- I'm pretty stoked to have made it to Stardust Crusaders. It was always kind of my favorite when I had initially watched through JoJo. And I know that's like a pretty basic thing to say for a, for a JoJo fan, but like, it all sort of works on me.
3: Grant, okay, you will always be my favorite basic bitch. Oh, mm-hmm. what about no. me? You're complicated. Okay, fair, fair. So,
2: speaking <laughs> as someone who has not watched this before, mm-hmm. I've been real hyped for this. Uh-huh. Like you guys have been been running the hype train on me pretty hard. Oh, yeah. we've been
1: overselling it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I gather. <laughs> but you know what? You know what, we're like 27 episodes into this podcast. We we fucking gotcha. We gotcha. <laughs> There's no escape now. Damn it. It's a fucking blood pact at this point. Like I can't have
2: committed this many man hours to this project and bail out now.
1: I mean, you could, but then you'd be a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even halfway through all the JoJo. Oh, yeah. You're like a fourth of the way, naive oh, oh, yeah. Every time I boot up
2: my, you know, anime app to watch another episode, I go to my watch list and I'm like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, 137 <laughs> episodes.
0: Your <Yeah. laughs> Stardust Crusaders is twice as long as the last two parts combined. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs>
2: oh, boy. Yeah, you get to really yeah. stew in it. Get real well, comfortable. at least <laughs> this means I get four times as much D.O. as I did last time around.
1: <laughs> and you get, you're gonna get a lot of dio being spooky but you know you'll I, see yeah yeah you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll, actually, you'll don't, see don't give it don't see. the same amount of ds
0: <laughs> <laughs> like from screen time perspectives i think it's the same amount
4: But (laughs) at least he poses every time.
0: You're right. Every time it does feature a Dio pose.
2: Okay, see, that's the big improvement from Phantom Blood to Battle Tendency. It's just the Jojo posing goes through the roof. And now we're going to get to to have that gameplay improvement in the sequel.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I think Battle Tendency was peak posing. It's true. it's peak posing, but everyone does get to pose from here on out. Yeah, that's now a thing that we happens. We get to see uh, We uh, this episode. No, I think it's uh, next episode. We get to see Tara's iconic pose. Yeah.
2: Like, in in Phantom Blood, you had weird posing, but it was all dumbass things like Dio like bending his spine 90 degrees. <laughs>
0: oh, that's <laughs> the best
3: one. Yeah. The repose. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. You still get some of that. Still yeah, get still some get that. of that. Yeah. He gets to hurt himself. It's his vampire power.
0: Yeah. You get to see him hugging himself a lot in the dark.
3: Uh, (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) 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 All right. All right. right. Let's do a podcast. God. (laughs) Yeah. Let's do a fucking podcast. Uh, Nah. So
0: episode 27. It starts out. With these three chuckle fucks. It's episode (laughs) one. What? It's episode one. Okay, episode 27 of JoJo in total. Episode one, Stardust Crusader, starts with three chuckle fucks. First of all, how did these guys find this? Um... I, that's not important okay. no, look,
2: look. the question I'm asking is how did they know that this was a treasure chest that had been sunken for a hundred years
0: I want to camp out a mr treasure chest guy because he is really into the idea of this big treasure chest and <laughs> <laughs> like dude it's a coffin no it's a treasure chest get that thing open
3: <laughs> all right so there there is like people do go searching for wrecks and like it's not like we don't know where this ship is Sorta landed, so I mean, it's not. It was like in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean on a
2: trip from England to New York.
0: Yeah, maybe they didn't make it out of like the Bering Strait or anything. Or what? What is it? The English Channel. That's what I want to say. Yeah, (laughs) maybe Dio works. Bering Strait. (laughs) Yeah, they're almost the same thing. Shut up. Also, these three guys are ridiculously ripped.
4: Oh, they're, I mean, they're, they're, fishermen. they're fishermen. Come on, I know, but these like,
2: are men of the sea. The
4: fat guy is ripped. I mean, fat that's what There's, there's a fat guy there. He's
3: the kingpin. Thank you very much. He's uh, yeah, you know, an absolute unit. Absolute unit. He's not.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. He's fucking built. Oh yeah. god. <laughs> oh, gotta differentiate
2: him from the pig men of New York.
1: Yeah, he's like a sumo wrestler body right there. Like it's all muscle. Yeah,
3: I really like that they open up the coffin and like. All the suede bullshit in there is still perfectly kept a hundred years in the future underwater. (laughs) That coffin had a perfect
1: seal.
4: Okay. I guess.
1: I I like that they're like, hurry up and open this. It's almost uh, uh, nighttime. The sun's going down. I want to do this while there's still light outside.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One of the guys is like making some good points. Is like, dude, this isn't a treasure chest. Why does it have a guy's name on it? And then he just, the other guy is not here. He's just like yelling, "Treasure over!
1: What does it matter? Open the chest!" <laughs> like, why is this locked from the inside? Isn't this a little
2: long? Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let me camp out of that for a second. A, how could they possibly tell it was locked from the inside if they can't see inside it at all? <laughs> B, <laughs> there's, there's a fucking lock
4: there's a on fucking the outside. What?
1: You know, two, you know, two stages of security, yeah. double layers of protection. Yeah, yeah, two-factor two factor authentication. authentication here. Yeah. <laughs> Dio
3: can get out anytime he wants, except yes. while, while underwater for some reason. I I don't know. Is that the the vampire can't move on, over like moving water or something?
0: Now Grant already yeah. established this. It's just because they destroy every boat they're on.
1: Okay. Yeah, like I was about to say, <laughs> he was waiting to be on a boat just so he can fuck it up again.
3: He doesn't. He doesn't blow <laughs> up the
1: boat. Also, the boat doesn't. It stays out to
3: sea, right? How does Dio get anywhere? He flies back. Remember, he can fly. Can he
0: fly?
4: Can
3: he?
0: I mean. Can... He does a couple of times. Remember when they did that tri- three-way punch in the air for 15 I minutes? Do. And I... then after that encounter Dio flies away. It's my
3: phone wallpaper.
0: I just yeah. assume
1: he did the Pirates of the Caribbean thing and just walked on the seafloor. Why would he <laughs> just walk on the surface of the water? Oh shit. Because he's not using Hamon energy. <sighs>
0: yeah, but Hamon energy is hey, the energy. Hey, hey y'all, do you remember Hamon energy? I don't. I don't. No. No, it's gone. Let's not <laughs> talk about could. it for a... ever again. <laughs> Victor, I like this opening part because it really just set your expectations for what we're getting here, because it, it begins with what is very clearly a plot hole because Arena survived in this coffin to get off the boat in the first place. <laughs> they mentioned that it has two chambers. <laughs> yeah, but both chambers are pictured. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> so <we> just... <laughs> clearly, when arena was going to get in, Jadio steals Jonathan's body and just like, teleports into the second chamber of the, the, the
1: yo, coffin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clearly Dio had two coffins. (laughs) Stop
0: that. You're right. (laughs) That's it. You did it. We did it. So
2: what gets me is they, they shoot to the aftermath of them opening it. They're just like, this ship was found abandoned in the middle of the ocean with just three half drunk cups of coffee. And I'm like, There is no situation in which they would have been drinking coffee and dredging this chest up at the same time. There were only three guys on the boat. Maybe Dia was the one drinking the coffee. Yeah, he made himself three (laughs) (laughs) cups of coffee. (laughs) He only drank (laughs) half of each one. (laughs) Yeah.
3: He's an extravagant bitch. Like, it's yeah, like that's, and that's, that's... this is not... No, ended <laughs> that like like being no. just right? Only the first half of the coffee is the good part. It's like a
2: beer for me.
0: Do you remember how many cups of coffee you've drank, Victor? <laughs> <laughs> About 1.5. <laughs> so, this is not a
2: major plot, but it's just... I. I love speaking to all the ways Araki just does not care about the idea of continuity or timeline. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, Victor,
0: this isn't even the low—like, this is pretty par for the course. It's
2: Araki never once examines the question, why did this happen and how did we get here? No. Never. <laughs> never, no, they're, never, they're, they're never. they not
0: important. No.
1: That's not the story he yeah, wants to yeah. tell. It doesn't matter.
0: We have Dio back. Like, yeah. all is forgiven.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's just, I I'm not,
2: from what we've seen so far in this episode and the next, I'm just n- not feeling the Dio as strong as I did in Phantom Blood. I'm really hoping that changes. Yo, we'll, we'll get there.
0: Yeah. We'll
1: get there. Don't worry about it. Yeah. He, he needs to recover.
0: But how are you feeling about this season's Jojo? Starts out in prison.
1: Mm-hmm. He's a we- total shithead.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, he's yeah, there. The
1: police are talking to his mom, Holly, and it's like, "Yeah, you know, this kid." And the first question she asks is, "How many people did he kill?" It's <laughs> <I'm laughs> Except- like, jeez. Acceptable
3: question." <laughs>
0: yeah. And <laughs> like, what kind of kid do you think you have? Uh, y- yo Yocast- uh, sorry. Holly and, <laughs> <No>. and <laughs> Jotaro
1: have a very interesting relationship here. <laughs> okay, Holly is it, it to, to put it as simply as I can, problematic. She got them
3: Suzy Q jeans. It's fine. The,
2: uh, that's my favorite part about Holly's character is this is very clearly Joseph and Suzy Q's daughter because this, only those two chuckle fucks could produce a character like
4: this. I,
1: like <laughs> ho- no, like 100%. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so I'm posting the pictures of what Jotaro looks like, and it's—he's a very striking protagonist in the manga. They—they they smoothed him out a, like a lot. Yeah, he looks like he's never seen a comb, like a comb or brush before, and I—I I think. The combination of not doing that has cemented it to the back of his hat. <laughs> maybe.
4: Oh God. So it's oh, just I can like... I can
1: almost see the entire hat in this manga panel you posted. Yeah, this seems way off model. Uh, this, uh, this sounds off model. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i i prefer uh uh who uh, knows where the hat begins and the hair ends
0: <laughs> yeah victor this is some mystery for the ages there are scenes where the has a white hat and it's still not clear what's happening what is yeah yeah
1: area. even when his hat is is white and his hair is black you still can't tell where the hat <laughs> begins and ends
3: you know yeah you know what i'm really happy about what alessi what? is apparently in jail with him wait really uh no look at the look at one of the idiots that jumps up to the side of the of the cage because they don't want to be in the cage with goddamn jojo because look, he's haunted
1: yeah you know let's uh, talk about hair uh i'm just like kind of hung up on this cop who's has the most wicked Widow's Peak I've ever seen in I... my life. <laughs>
0: Which one? I gotta look at There's the bald <laughs> the
1: one. The one. Oh, dear God. The one. The a Straight up V cut he, into he, his he, hair. He, he told his barber and was like, you know, my Widow's Peak is not pronounced enough. So <laughs> not make it more enough. pronounced. I'm, I'm a really big <laughs> fan of Vegeta. Ladies love Widow's Peaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really need, <laughs> sir. You don't have enough hair for that. Make it happen. <laughs> Make it happen. I'm not paying you for nothing. It's like, oh, hey, understand. you know,
2: beautiful Joe's costume. You know, has the V on the <laughs> forehead. <laughs> Can you just put that shaved into my hair? <laughs>
3: yeah. The intru- the uh, other dude in the jail in the pink shirt has the Lessie's everything. I see it. If they I see it. if they put his sunglasses on him, which they probably confiscated, that would be a Lessie.
0: Yep. So, up till now, you can tell the production and the editing... I really appreciate how every single part, they do an excellent job of just distinguishing it from the others, just based on, like, like this is shot like a horror movie. There are panning shots, there are overlays, and this is stuff we just weren't getting oh, in the last the- season. Okay, no,
2: I disagree on the horror movie angle. I don't think it really works on the level. This is just them flexing their new animation budget, <laughs> because it really this is all like... really hard to do in animation. It's very easy to do with a real-life camera, but, like, in animation, to pan a camera at a different angle is ridiculous it really
1: does feel like they got a bigger budget for this season and it kind (laughs) of makes sense because stardust crusader is like a fan favorite yeah
3: that scene where it's like holly's running to the jail cell and like the camera's going right behind (laughs) her and like painting around her is real
0: real good yeah there's just so many shots like that in this episode even aside from the budget though like last season we had a lot of colors we had background splashes all over the place this Mm -hmm. one we have a lot of characters faces overlaying other scenes and they do this in diamond is unbreakable too or like just immediately you from one pan just one shot you can tell which series it is which i really appreciate
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i think i do a good job about uh visually making them very distinct but also still obvious as being jojo
4: mm-hmm.
2: yeah they just a, a number of things happen here like the the lines get thicker and bolder and the, it's there's a very large number of subtle things they do that make it feel completely
3: different Mm-hmm. So one of the one of the big reasons that I don't like Jotaro this season is because he just shotguns a soda. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking. It's, it's that's clearly,
1: clearly a, soda a soda too. Heineken in the manga. It's a Heineken right? in it, the manga. I know, but <laughs> we can't... Wasn't there a beer can in the the show? No, it says
3: soda on it. <laughs> 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 Not in uh. our good Christian anime. <laughs>
2: Because they say he's 19, no, they say he's 17, which is well below the legal drinking age of 20 in Japan, and they can't have that on TV. They can have hey, it in the manga. Hey,
1: the soda's mm. more consistent with Holly's view of him, as, as a good, sweet boy who did all his homework and, and wore his uniform all nicely.
2: So you're saying we just got the Holly perspective version
0: of things?
1: Oh, okay, perfect. Sure. Yeah. sure. So yeah, he shotguns Soda
0: and then shoots himself in the head.
2: The end. I mean, you're, you're glossing over the gratuitous I mean,
0: reference to Weekly Shonen Jump. Yeah, I know, sorry. <laughs> well, he's reading Weekly Shonen Jump in the corner. <laughs> and to get them, he's like, no, really, guys, I'm haunted. If I go out there, I'm probably going to kill someone. Watch. As he rips the, the cop's gun off of his, like thing, shoots himself in the head and catches the bullet. Like like he's the Hulk or something.
3: With his his big purple hand. It's
1: fine. uh, This is really fucking good, I think. (laughs) Like yes. it's it, it really a got very me. effective move. He just like reaches out, ghost hands the, the gun from the cop. He's like breathing hard when he's doing it. Like he knows it's fucking crazy that he just pulled the trigger against his head, but it still doesn't matter. It really does sell like, hey, something weird shit's going on here. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's really good, especially if you, you
0: don't know exactly what's coming. Yeah. Yes, it's gorgeously animated. It sets the tone. I, I love it. A plus.
2: All right. It-, it just, as someone who has never seen a stand before, like, for real, like, never seen a stand before, just not knowing exactly how they were going to play this out, it was really good to just see the hand holding the board.
3: <laughs> yeah. I-, I mean...
1: Ups the stakes pretty well. Yep. Uh, before we go on any further, I, I just want to talk about how Jotaro's character design just really works. <laughs> like I know I've said it before. I don't know if I said it on podcast. I probably have. But Jotaro's just aesthetic just really fucking gets me, and I don't know why. Like the, the Japanese delinquent look is is always usually pretty good, but like being Jojo fied, like he has the fucking charms everywhere. He has a chain hanging off his collar. <laughs> it was ridiculous like more... gold chain. <laughs> Should, should yeah, have no excuse arm. to, like, actually stay up, like, through just the spirit of, of Starch just inhabiting his, his uh, jacket. <laughs> the platonic ideal of Starch. Yeah, the
0: platonic
1: <laughs> ideal of Starch.
0: I love how this episode, like, it sets up a lot of things for later. And one of the most important things it does is stand users all dress like fucking lunatics. <laughs> <laughs> Every yeah. time they're like, oh, I think there's a stand user around. And Pants pans I wonder, over. I wonder and who like, it is. <laughs> it's and like, it's always the
1: like dumbest looking motherfucker in the room. <laughs> hey.
0: Oh, it's the guy who just fell through a closet full of clown clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and decided to tear half of it in half. It's like can you guess the anime protagonist? Only they take that aesthetic for their entire body. It's just high fashion gone horribly wrong.
3: Yeah. I mean Ugh. it's not as it's not as bad as most like card game animes. Because y- uh, no, you, you Yu-Gi-Oh! has the worst find the protagonist game. It's the
1: easiest. But usually their outfits are pretty subdued compared to to like...
3: I don't... I don't care with the neon beacon attached to their fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> we went over this, though. Like, we saw the JoJo characters wearing Yu-Gi-Oh outfits and vice
0: versa. It's the same. Like, they fit. They do, actually. So yeah. what I
2: really love about Jotaro and his aesthetic is the way Stardust and Crusaders interprets the Joestar build, because he is fucking massive.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, it? it says he's, like, he's 195 centimeters, which is 6 It's six feet and 5 inches tall
0: which is a good a couple of inches taller than even Joseph
1: yeah, and he's fucking stacked.
0: I have this note down for next episode: is that Jotaro is roughly eight feet tall and lives in a castle. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but just the the just the sheer me- he looks like a pillar man compared to everybody else in every shot. He's, in. he's oh yeah, so everybody big. looks
1: fucking tiny compared to him. <laughs> he's he's got these,
0: these like his shoulders are the size of other people's heads. It's, yeah, but he's got a square physique where the pillar man had that nice like hourglass like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they had the very The pill men could have room. whatever they wanted, Joey. That's true. <laughs>
2: I seem to remember Santana having a very fluid physique.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would put these as blocky and sturdy. <laughs> we get all of this where, where Jotaro is
2: trying to prove that he's possessed and he's going to stay in jail. And, you know, screw you, police officers. I'm doing what I want because I'm not leaving this jail cell. And Holly is just falling over herself for her son. <laughs>
4: Hi! Hi. Hi. I, uh,
2: <laughs> it just hurt the the shot of her running down the hall to him is just Jotaro, 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 Jotaro. <laughs> and
0: she's like getting all the flashbacks oh to him. God. It's like she's meeting her long lost love coming back from <laughs>
1: Where is Jotaro's father? Uh-huh. He's, a... he's a jazz musician playing abroad. He's
3: making all of the money for their ridiculous house. <laughs> <laughs> their fucking traditional
1: Japanese house.
2: I also love the, uh, you know, the that Iraqi goes to the trouble of making sure his name is still Jojo. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) by, like,
0: any means necessary.
2: (laughs) Kujo Jotaro. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So, My favorite part is how the police officer just immediately says, that's
3: stupid. (laughs) 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 And we move fast. Oh, my favorite favorite part was like, oh, yeah, his friends at school call him Jojo. That's dumb. And I was like... JoJo has friends? (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's just a dick. He has fangirls. Yeah, they probably only spoke to his fangirls.
4: Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So we cut to Holly enlisting the aid of Old Man Joseph. He had superpowers. Maybe he can help. And, you know, I guess this is the second part of that thing we saw at the end of last season where Old Man Joseph was inexplicably racist to the Japanese, which is a trend that will continue. Yep. Yes, as we see.
1: (laughs) Just... And he's looking a lot better this season. Like the end of last season, (laughs) he looked really off model. You know,
3: it was a long flight. He was scruffy still. Shaved on the flight? Yeah. (laughs) He trimmed on the flight. (laughs) Okay, sure. This is the the 1987. You could bring everything on an airplane. (laughs) You're actually, you're probably right. Yeah. (laughs) So my my question for you was Is he wearing the redstone of AHA right now? (laughs) Yes.
1: It It looks like one. It's not the redstone.
3: Well, or is Holly wearing it? I they both wear one and I don't <laughs> <laughs> I I do I do need you to look at this page that I just posted uh, uh-huh. when Holly tickles Joseph and he goes, Oh no Wow
4: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: okay, when they like meet each other at the airport, I think it's really fucking cute. It's cute. I, I, it's okay for her to
2: act this way to her actual dad, but like she's being cute to but, her dad.
1: Yeah, but her like giving off the energy of wanting to call her son daddy like is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, she I, needs to she, calm the fuck down. I, I I hate that
3: you've gone this way with this. I really wish you wouldn't do this.
1: I mean, Tim, it, it, it's, no it's right there. Count. It's right in the text. It's not it's, even subtext. It's,
2: it's not subtext. It's text. It's super liminal. She is <laughs> super
1: horny for her own son no. it, it is not okay. <laughs>
0: All right. So before we leave this airport scene, um, er, er, especially early in the season, we're going to have to stretch a little bit to get some musical references. So, you know, at the end, we saw Joseph listening to his good old sony walkman that he just loves and inside in the manga is a tape of the beatles so victor you think you can boil the entire history of the beatles down to maybe a three to four minute uh jojo's bizarre western music reference maybe
2: if i if all i do is focus on shitting on john lennon
0: good i mean perfect works for me there we sure.
4: go <laughs>
2: Love me oh, love me Welcome back, everyone, to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, where I, your intrepid host Victor, will shed some light on all of the many references that Iraqi makes to western musical acts throughout the course of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Hopefully over the next three to five minutes, or more, uh, you'll learn a thing or two you didn't know before about a band or artist. And since we're just starting Stardust Crusaders, which lays down the foundation for what everybody thinks of JoJo, it only seems right that we start with the most important band ever, the Beatles. Now obviously I'm not going to be diving too deep here, because chronicling the whole story of the freaking Beatles is the project of a whole separate 100-hour podcast, and you can find plenty of those out in cyberspace if you're so inclined. It's true, I checked. Not that I really needed to. Instead, I'll try to paint a picture of just how massive and influential the Beatles were by running down the overview of their career, and I will try to make it quick. It started in the late 50s when a 16-year-old lad from Liverpool, England named John Lennon started a rock band with some of his schoolmates called the Quarrymen. Soon after, he met Paul McCartney, who later joined the band. Paul recommended another kid new named George Harrison to join the band on lead guitar, and though John was skeptical at first, one audition was all it took to put George in the starting lineup. They played for a bit as the Quarrymen, then the Beatles, then the Silver Beatles, and finally the Beatles. After a wild time as the house band for some clubs in Germany, they eventually returned to England and were signed to a major label in 1962. With the help of their manager, George Martin, and the record label producer handling them, Brian Epstein, they fired their drummer and picked up a new guy named Richard Starkey, better known by his stage name, Ringo Starr. This was their lineup for their debut studio album, and the Fab Four was born. John, Paul, George, and Ringo would be the only official lineup of the Beatles from this point until the band would break up in 1970. That first album, Please Please Me, went to number one in the UK. In fact, of the 12 studio albums the Beatles released in the UK over the next seven years, 11 of them went to number one. Now, the U.S. numbers are a little dodgy because all of their U.S. releases are different from the U.K. releases and the U.K. albums are considered the core catalog, the real deal. But those U.S. releases? Yeah, all but a couple of those went to number one, and a few that didn't stopped at number two. The hype for the Beatles was near immediate and quickly spun up to an overwhelming sensation with its own name, Beatlemania. The Beatles started movies playing fake versions of themselves. There was a Beatles cartoon show, the first ever television program starring animated versions of real life people. The company that made their amplifiers custom made them new, more powerful amps to use at their concerts because they couldn't be heard over the screams of their fans. And it still wasn't good enough. They were selling out stadiums at a time that was practically unimaginable for a rock concert. They sparked the British invasion where tons of UK acts broke through in the US throughout the 60s and early 70s. They revolutionized the music industry multiple times by making the album the focal unit of music consumption instead of the single and by massively blurring the lines between pop, rock, and folk music. Their sound practically became a genre unto itself. Other artists were trying to make more Beatles-y music in order to be taken more seriously. Okay, I'm running out of time and there's a lot left to talk about for the Beatles. We'll get a chance to explore some of their specific works more in depth later, but I want to highlight one part of their story that relates specifically to Japan. In 1966, the Beatles released Revolver, the seventh of those 12 core albums I mentioned. It was much more experimental than their previous albums, utilizing many tools available to them in the studio that could not be replicated during a traditional live performance. As such, most of the songs were not performed during the supporting tour of Germany, Japan, and the Philippines that followed. But the real story of the tour is how the concerts in Japan went, which is to say, poorly. The concerts were to be held at the Nippon Budokan, an arena that had previously been used solely for martial arts tournaments and as a memorial shrine for war casualties. A large contingent of hardline nationalists in Japan were outraged by this and made public declarations against the concerts. This caused Japanese officials to commit a huge police and security presence to protecting the band while they were in the country, including uniformed police in attendance at the event who threatened to arrest anyone who stood up or made a ruckus for fear they were an assassin. When you combine all this with the Japanese cultural tendency to be more reserved than the fans the Beatles were used to, there was significantly less screaming at the first show and the Beatles were shocked to discover that they sounded like shit. Never being able to hear themselves play at their concerts had caused them to become frustrated and slack off. And so, along with a bunch of high-profile media kerfuffles including John Lennon's famous Bigger Than Jesus remark, this concert series was a major contributing factor in their decision to quit touring at the end of the year. They just didn't want to do it anymore. The biggest band in the world, selling out every venue they visited, said, no more concerts. And they meant it. Their tour of the US later that year was the last official commercial tour the Beatles ever put on. Anyway, we're going over time here. That's some quick hits on the Beatles. We will hear more about them later. But for right now, let's get back to the show.
0: All right, Victor, let me tell you something. Let's come together and get back to this JoJo podcast.
2: goo goo
0: ga
3: There were just too many options.
0: Uh... I, just, I mean, like, just yes. everything in. You could, tick, you could have, have made ride. literally any you. Beatles hey, reference you. that people would have gotten.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Love me, too. There we go. We're back. We're back JoJo submarine. Here, com- here
3: comes the JoJo podcast.
0: <laughs> Alright, so we cut back to JoJo. <laughs> so it's just ridiculous. Like, he's got like occult not like like
1: textbooks everywhere.
0: He's got like a swivel chair. He's driving like he's got a table RC with car. coffee. He's got like he's a still got a
1: boombox in there. Lap. He's got a motorcycle
3: helmet. <laughs> he might wait. All right, so I, I'm gonna pose this question to Joe, uh-huh. to Joey and Grant. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember Star Platinum being a uh, you know close range stand.
4: Yeah. yeah,
3: when did it become uh, Hierophant Green? What do you mean? <laughs> Were all of these? Like, within three meters of this, like, police station... I don't understand. Well, yeah, okay.
0: So this episode does a lot. To, like, it very carefully calls out a lot of the rules of stands, which is great. It also incorrectly calls out a lot of the rules of stands, <laughs> which is not great. Because this is not something, you're right, Star Platinum should not be able to
1: get him any of this stuff. Yes. Hey, hey look, th- th- there's a window in that jail cell. It probably reached outside that window and grabbed just, all that shit. And just slapped things into the room without.
3: Yeah. So
0: someone was walking by carrying an exercise bike. Yes, and he reached oh, through
1: the window. Yeah. Somehow, pulled the bike into the cell. I, I, I mean, I, people have to buy exercise bikes and bring them home somehow, right? I think, I think he
3: uses like his one phone call to just get all of this stuff. I think we're just assuming Star Platinum brought all of
1: this stuff. Well, you see, at first he stole that that laptop that he has in that cell, and then he just went on Amazon yeah, and ordered all the rest. Perfect.
0: of Perfect. I think. He just tunneled out and is just getting this stuff (laughs) and just stays in here to fuck with the police.
2: (laughs) That was going to be my question for you, by the way, was do they ever address this gaping plot hole? No. No.
0: (laughs) Victor, this is the less gaping of the plot holes we've identified this episode. (laughs) We sure as shit don't explain the other one.
1: (laughs) Look, my answer to you is
3: don't worry about it. I'm not. My favorite part about like the manga panel with all this shit in here is how sad Jotaro looks because this is it the so this sad, is man. the first emotion he showed.
0: It's the only emotion he ever shows. Uh, sorry, annoyance and Dang. slight sadness. This is, it, it's almost always annoyance. <laughs> this is a,
2: this is a picture that should be captioned money can't buy happiness. <laughs> like, I have all this stuff and I'm still not happy. <laughs> I'm still
0: stuck in a cell. Because <laughs> he hasn't
1: met uh, Kakyoin yet. Yeah. yeah,
0: he hasn't met the light of his life. Because mm-hmm. he's really not into his mom in the same way she's into him. Yeah. Oh yeah, like he treats her like he, shit. he has deep-seated
1: <laughs> women issues, and it's a hundred percent because of Holly. Yes. Uh,
2: so I I did appreciate that there is a scene in this episode where. It, they don't just brush off the fact that Jotaro is talking to
0: Holly this way. Joseph yes. actually calls him out on it. Joseph's like, what the hell, man? <laughs> that's
2: your fucking mother.
0: <laughs> I think this is why he's okay with Avdol explicitly
3: saying he's going to put Jotaro in the hospital. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm really good. I'm okay with this. Like, I, yep. I, I can't have an anime protagonist that's mean to his mom. <laughs>
2: no, because th- that's a trope, right? Even bad men love their mamas. Yeah. He,
1: but... <laughs> This is just unconscionable. (laughs) Jotarin loves nobody.
0: It's dolphins
1: or nothing. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So, um. He he, he played a little uh, sleight of hand on Grandpa Joseph. Is that a sleight of hand?
0: And I'm really upset we didn't get. I played a little trick on (laughs) you. (laughs) No. Jotarin has no sense of humor. No.
1: He steals Joseph's pinky. (laughs) That
0: was really unnecessary. And Joseph
1: is really upset by this. Like You can see the look on his face. He's like, I can't believe I got caught.
3: So Jotaro
1: (laughs) knows that that's a fake hand, right? That's my next question. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I don't think so. I don't think he knew before, and he didn't really care. Huh. Made of metal. That's fortunate.
0: (laughs) So Joseph has the answer to this conundrum because jo- I don't know if we've clearly stated it Jodo doesn't want to leave the cell So Joseph brought along a magic man From Egypt To <laughs> to <laughs> fix this problem <laughs> As we're
1: introduced to Mohammed Abdul Mohammed
4: Abdul Yes I am
1: The man with the baggiest clothes
0: in the show <laughs> Yep And dressed like a stand user <laughs>
1: I mean he looks cozy though
3: like
0: for real,
1: and
3: we'll go ahead and send Grant something that he will love. Mm-hmm. It, it was mm-hmm. a uh, manga segue, and look how fucking good this looks! Oh, oh man, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah, very battle yeah. tendency right uh, there. Jotaro with Star Platinum, like starting to come out of him, with a slash of Dio behind him. Oh, oh yeah,
0: that's actually really good. This looks like straight out of Battle Tendency.
3: It, it's so
2: good.
0: Yep. Mm. The manga just does good splash art because it's always they're always wearing like other people's clothes. It's weird,
3: and you and you know what's especially good about the manga? I look what? at fucking Magician's Red. It actually looks like a good stand. It doesn't. It no, doesn't look, that's not possible. It doesn't look like a man with a chicken head, and that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just a flame chicken and fire
0: pants. God. So yeah,
3: Victor, how did you feel about
0: Magician's Red?
2: Blaziken is a JoJo reference. <laughs> Blaziken
0: is a JoJo reference. Yes. It's all JoJo references. It's
2: all JoJo
1: all the way down. <laughs>
0: Oof.
2: Yeah, this was a. Uh, it was something, but I was rolling with it because
1: I've never seen a stand before. It's so a I'm buff like, fucking chicken. That's all <laughs> it was. <laughs> <Real> <laughs> all <buff>. right. <laughs>
0: it's got a ten pack. <laughs> So Abdul calls forth a stand in order to get Jojo out of the jail cell.
1: Yeah, he he says, I'll make you leave the jail cell of your own accord.
0: And then Magician's Red phases through the bars, which is, again, not something stands can do. <laughs> not how stands work. Don't worry about it. I'm not. Uh, okay, I, I would not have known that, but here we go. <laughs> I love how th- the police are like, hey, you can't just send this guy. What are you doing? and and (laughs) Joseph's just like shut up and that ends the conversation these police I mean he's fucking huge he's
1: a huge foreign
2: man yes he is a there's this scene in the airport where everybody is staring at him, and I'm just like, "Yes." There's this massive Gaijin in the airport now, <laughs> doing obnoxious things with his uh, Gaijin daughter. <laughs> yep. I, oh
1: yeah, Joseph is the worst sort of American to be here. I <laughs> yep.
3: I disagree. Joseph should do what whatever he wants all of the time. It would solve every single problem.
4: Like
1: like he's huge. He makes a commotion everywhere he goes. He's
3: loud. He just like, yells all the time.
1: He, he, he he's completely offensive to the local culture
2: <laughs> it, I, this is this is has to be commentary from Iraqi it's extremely heavy handed as only Iraqi could be but <laughs> yep it's it's good I like it because <laughs> it, it absolutely is what Joseph would be like as an old man yes yeah. yes. The, this is the exact same character but tempered by age to be more obnoxious <laughs> more stubborn less <laughs> funny yeah <laughs>
4: i mean i still think it's funny (laughs) (laughs) i mean the
0: joke's at him now but all right so avdol starts fighting jotaro here and we get something else which is it goes through the effort of displaying this that uh, star platinum grabs magician's red by the neck and you see it happen to avdol too so damage to stands Happen to their users, and this is well done. Its care is shown to highlight this fact. The first scene, a plus, smart.
1: It's and, and it's a very fundamental like rule for stands, and it they never really betray it too much. As long as it's yeah. not a
3: long distance stand, yes.
1: And
0: typically, yes. the stronger the stand is, the less far it can go, and the more damage reflects back to their user. And th- once they get like those tweaks to it, it's pretty consistent. Yeah, it just
2: this kind, this type of. World building and storytelling is so baffling to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's not even a narrator explaining how in 1886 this jail yeah. cell was built have on top of. For when,
1: for when Star Platinum grabs his neck, bullshit. This is bullshit. Like,
2: is
0: this written by the same person? <laughs> and- that's again one of the great things about JoJo. It's very different. It doesn't. It's not always good, but this at least it's different.
2: This storytelling should not be in my JoJo's Bizarre <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like this is like being amazed that Iraqi has learned like writing one oh one skills. They're still not good. It's just that. We didn't think that the basics were within his capabilities. <laughs> it's not like the dog is talking. It's that the dumb dog finally rolled over. <laughs> <laughs> now if you can teach him to do it on command, mate, like it's still a dumb dog. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So... Abdal is going to get Jotaro out by heating up his jail cell. Jotaro counters by kicking a table into a toilet, and then gets so mad he hulks his way out of the jail cell with Star
3: Platinum. Oh, this fight, I'm going to put fight in quotation marks. <laughs> yeah is like 30 seconds long teaches you most of what you need to do about stands and is over the, like the second this happens, like deleting all tension <laughs> you know? as he, as he goes towards Avdol with a giant, he's like metal kill F
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, but the scene was really great. Like he, he's like tied up with like fire and like it, it, he solves the problem with not even his stand power. It just kicks the table. Yeah.
3: I finally that Jojo blood coming through. This is this is why I watch Jojo. This is why I, I was able to get through this season is because Jotaro is as smart as Joseph. He's just a yes, dick. He's a complete dick. And not in the fun, not in the fun <laughs> dick way that Joseph it's is. Because it's a good thing that
0: Jotaro's not the main character of this season. He's just an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. I know,
3: but, but
1: but I love him.
3: And then we get through and then we get the first like in like uh, credit page that shows like the power of Magician oh, yeah. Red. But I'm but I'm way more interested in his chicken breast.
2: <laughs> oh right. That was something I noticed is that we got two like commercial cutaways.
0: Yeah, they start doing that sometimes. Yeah.
2: Because we got one for the mystery like stand. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then we got Magician's Red here. We got
3: Arise Chicken Arise. <laughs> arise. Chicken or rice, chicken, chicken or rice. You mean
2: mega ultra chicken? No, shh.
3: He is legend. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this bet brought to you by Two Thousand Five.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, so Jojo gets out of the
0: cell and they go to—I don't know—the the restaurant was something stupid like coffee and steak. I don't remember the combination on the door, but I maybe like—I'm like, what? Why is it?
1: <laughs> and it's coffee and wine
4: coffee, coffee and wine. wine yes
0: it's a Two hipster great bar tastes that tastes great together it's just
2: a hipster bar no they mix them together
0: <laughs> the okay with the wine. We <laughs> for get...
2: the taste it's like those chocolate wines you see only it's coffee oh god <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> wait wait i have a new market <laughs> oh, hipsters no. will love this <laughs> It's a coffee and wine My, taste. Stick. So Holly's already clinging all over Jotaro. Oh yeah. I need
3: you I need you to stop this grant. Uh, I don't I, want to go down this path I mean, with you. I mean, I can't It has to be it's said. Right it's right here. here. It's right there.
1: It, it, it like it has to be said.
3: He she just loves her son and not in that way. Oh, uh, f- <sighs> I think Are you not sure? Cuz no, the not evidence sure. is not supporting you here today.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this this shows not supporting you. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just you can't just
2: Write your thesis and then, you know, mold all the evidence to your thesis. You got to look at what's
3: there. I can. I can (laughs) when it involves incest.
1: (laughs) Look, you weren't this abstinent about uh, frickin' uh, Von Stroheim.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. So this scene is mostly to establish what? Joseph's power is, and I wrote down a line here. Rather than explaining it with
4: words like a human does, <laughs> let me show a th- you. As karate chops a camera. <laughs> as he breaks a, a, a $300 camera. I... I can only do this every
0: time when I break a $300 (laughs) semiconductor, which is patently not true, (laughs) but it does a really good job of also introducing you to the variety of stand powers. Some make you an unkillable god, like Jotaro. Some have very weird niche uses, like... Flames and some allow you to take garbage. allow you to take pictures by smashing three hundred dollar cameras can... and nothing
1: else. I can only take pictures of Dio <laughs> <laughs>
3: You know what? I'll take that stand like, like, power. You know, Never mind. Can...
2: <laughs> yeah, could you imagine how much money you could make to replace those cameras if you could just generate pictures of Dio? <laughs> yeah. No matter I... where he is in the world without his consent. <laughs>
0: Oh. <laughs> I also wrote down what a day for Jotaro. First he gets possessed, then crazy grandpa shows up with a magic man shouting about vampires. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't I, say the word vampire even once. I, <laughs> You're right, he does. Jotaro's grandfather breaks him out of prison, brings him (laughs) to a coffee and wine bar, and explains to him about how a 100 year old enemy was dredged up from the Atlantic Ocean and is now on a quest to kill his entire family line. They are fated to do battle. Yeah, and
2: because and let's not let's not forget this, because this hundred year old enemy stole the body of Jonero's great great grandfather, and now they're linked because it's his body.
1: Yeah. They awakened the evil spirit in you. I know you were wondering
3: if we got a bloodline of the Joestar family. Oh man. What and we do.
4: What?
1: <laughs> yes. My favorite
3: part is where Dio comes in and it's it's like Dio has killed Dario Brando, <laughs> George Joestar from the worst, J- Jonathan Joestar, and indirectly killed George Second. Yeah, <laughs> indirectly and then just this kill. arrow that goes <laughs> just, all the way down. Just now. give him
0: that kill, the assist.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. my god,
0: look at Joseph with the... Old man Joseph with the pompadour. we never seen him without the hat, but dang. Ooh. Wait, what? Look at jo- in that picture, old man Joseph's on the left, and he's got a pompadour. Oh <laughs> yeah, look at that! He's oh.
4: he got
2: the Rick Astley haircut. Dang, I, I love it. But what I really love here is the occupation descriptions for every Joe Star here. Yeah. So George Joe Star the first in parentheses English Lord. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Jonathan Ripple user archaeologist.
3: Yeah.
2: George the second no Ripple. Air Force pilot. No
3: ripple in his dumbass hat. By the way. Oh yeah, yeah. he's been the stupid <laughs> deer stalker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Joseph, New York real estate mogul. Ripple Seriously, user just listed as Italian. Italian.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I so I I really like the way Holly is drawn in the comics, mm-hmm. just because I so. They really softened her up in in the anime because they like, all right, we're we need to make her look like look more like like Susie Q, yeah. But but in the comics, she looks a lot like Lisa Lisa,
2: and <laughs> she looks a fair bit like old man Joseph actually.
3: Yeah.
2: Like if you just look at this shot with uh with Joseph with the pompadour, like it's a shot of both of them in profile, and they have very similar faces. Oh, she yeah. looks like she reminds me of Erina. Hey,
4: a little in bit. Okay. Shot. Right.
2: So what you're saying is. It's... Araki can only draw one kind of woman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, well, yeah.
0: Jodoro reacts exactly how he should react. He's like, Are like you this crazy? is fucking idiotic. <laughs>
1: like, you expect Son me to you. believe this? Look, shit? Look, he, sh- he just had a spirit battle with another <laughs> He's like, that's when they come okay. Back. I'm haunted, but vampires are too much. Vampires <laughs> are stupid. <laughs> I don't like. A man
2: just attacked me with a flaming spirit chicken. Who was Jack? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I, I mean, look, there can be different, like. <laughs> There's no reason for us to
3: expect there to be vampires and psychic powers on this series. <laughs> no, I assume if I got psychic powers tomorrow, I would immediately assume vampires existed. So you would immediately assume that all superstitions are real at that point. Yes, one hundred
0: percent. So aliens, you can't take granted anymore.
3: Werewolves, <laughs> jo- monster. Joey, I-, I already believe in aliens. Once
2: you have one completely unexplainable paranormal phenomenon, the, all bets are off for the rest of them. How, how could you possibly discount them? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Occam's razor? The same way you disprove them anyway. Occam's razor is not a, a rhetorical <laughs> argument. Like That is a tool for tie-breaking two things that are given an equal. You don't have any evidence to say, well, I guess it, the these the other things can't exist because this thing I have that... Couldn't possibly exist, obviously
0: does. Oh, it, it, that's exactly what it does. It's exactly <laughs> what razor because you have no proof either direction. So you break towards the one that is more likely. No, I make
3: the assumption. I roll with it. <laughs> All
0: I right.
4: Know.
3: so Like Greek gods, you know.
0: Uh...
4: Sure. <laughs>
3: Fuck it. The Pantheon's real. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> Jersey Devil. Yes. Oh, man. 100%. Time Traveler. Werewolves. And... Everything. Yes. All right, sure. I mean, and I think, th- and I think you'll find aliens exist in the JoJo universe. G- <laughs> Genies, Genies exist in those. <laughs> oh man, we'll get to this. <laughs> You're in for a treat. <laughs> so yeah, he got me.
1: you know okay. what? You know what, Victor? We'll get to that one so alright so he showed
3: like they make this whole thing about the spirit photo and like Jojo's like no let me see the photo and like Joseph is continuing to talk he's like no let me see the photo <laughs> and he finally like shows him the photo as Joseph goes Dio stole the body of your great great you know grandfather and then the piano sting comes in and it's yeah. great like I, it's so good. It, it it was so fucking good. I really, really fucking enjoyed this.
2: Yep, I love the serendipity of uh, him making the point about the birthmark, and the picture just so happens to be at an angle where Dio <laughs> is shortless and he's
0: showing uh, off okay, the birthmark. Victor, Dio is always shirtless, yes.
2: <laughs>
1: and
4: he doesn't
0: wear a shirt until like the last episode. It's,
1: <laughs> it's like he knew he was getting his photograph taken, and he just struck mm. a pose that would be the most helpful in that situation. It cuts to him And he says he knows he's being yeah. watched
0: So you know there's a lot of D.O. dick pics He's getting out of the camera <laughs> <laughs> ah, Made you see your grandpa's <laughs>
3: oh! <laughs> and, and Victor uh. I, I know we talked about this But it's worth pointing out again The the birthmark's been there the entire time
1: Yep it's it been there the entire time You know what I never went back to check I made a, I, I made it a point to check Every time Like I, it, you could
3: we we like we called it out with the vampire horses.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You also you also called it out uh, in the the first scene where uh, Joseph faced off against Santana. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice because
0: I was looking for yeah. it, and I have not gone back. I to I mean, check, it's not really so. something you'd so really
1: there. catch if you're not if you don't know to look for it. It's a small little detail.
0: So, Victor, how'd you like the episode?
2: It's interesting. I. I didn't know where this was going to go, obviously, because you never know where it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because but... you're,
0: you're the only one who hasn't seen JoJo yet. This is like our, like, what, my third, fourth watch, Grant's second, Vic Tim's second, third.
2: Yeah, so I liked what I was seeing, right? Old Man Joseph is great. And fuckable. Uh, I like the, the the stylistic changes to the art. Uh, I liked the the use of the budget to just you know, flexing those camera angles and the CG. like <laughs> just the shot of Tokyo Tower at the beginning is really gratuitous. Yeah. Uh, certain things really worked on me. The shot of Joseph and Jotaro's feet as they're like pacing, you know, parallel uh, while Jotaro's in a cell um uh, by the way who's paying for all of that property damage at the police station no nobody.
3: one no one is paying for it nobody just the, the big american gaijin just like walked out of the station and they just don't know what to do about it <laughs> <laughs> they're, t- they're
1: too afraid to do anything about it no yeah.
2: yep <laughs> i mean after seeing what jotaro did i wouldn't fuck with that guy either so. no, they're <laughs> probably just
1: glad he's out of the fucking prison cell <laughs> yeah. Yeah. counting their blessings
2: no, they're just going to auction off all of that stuff that was in the cell.
0: Now Jenner is coming back for it. <laughs> oh yeah, this you can't is like, take that all my risk. shit. Even this is if he's <laughs> so away from home now, yeah, <laughs>
2: you can't take the risk of throwing that out because if he shows up again and you don't have it, ooh. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I like uh, old man Joseph as the new speed wagon, like. <laughs> cuz he he gets these powers and now he's just using his money to just research things.
3: I don't know if Speedwagon is the right illusion here. I would uh, he's the new Speedwagon Foundation. Okay. He I was gonna... No, <laughs> that exists. That still exists. He's going to be
1: the new guy who screams everything at the viewer. I would say yeah. <laughs> I would
3: say it's more of a Baron Zeppeli. Mm. He's here to teach the young people how to do things. He doesn't teach no, shit. No, he doesn't. <laughs> but there's two other idiots here that we find that we find out about later.
2: All I need is zoom punching. All right. <laughs> sorry. I think, we we I only think get we finally
3: look, put we, zoom punching. We to only bed. get star finger. I'm sorry. Look, Hamon Energy. This is the uh, way
1: that it, Energy is old and busted. <laughs> this the is stands are The new hotness.
2: <laughs> I also appreciated the storytelling because just little things like the fact that Holly could see the stands, mm-hmm. yeah. which means that. Holly has a stand, and we just don't know about yep. it yet. Ooh, how did you how did you know that? Because the fucking police officers couldn't see the stands.
4: Huh. D- mm, good detail yeah. to pick up on. Yeah
2: good yeah Yeah, very good also because you guys have mentioned it before like four
3: (laughs) times shut up we've never spoiled anything before (laughs) nothing that matters at least i have
2: a i have a really good memory i was just told you guys before the show that i have taken less than a legal pad's worth of notes in my whole life and you guys expect me not to remember all the stupid shit you say
3: (laughs) i assume you don't remember anything
1: yeah Until proven otherwise. This episode's got me so fucking hyped for the season.
0: I wasn't feeling it this one, but we'll get to it next episode. Because there's Uh, a moment. I had the exact inverse reaction. (laughs) I was into it
2: for this episode, and I watched the next
0: episode, and I was off it again. All right, we'll 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 get 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 to it. We'll get to it. (laughs) So thank you everyone for for watching.
3: Where can we find everyone?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Grantalonis. That's Los underscore Grantalonis.
3: You can find me, Tim, at
1: BigBlueZam1.
3: Well, I will be posting all of the fancy, fancy new JoJo manga panels. Did you
2: finally get the one removed? What? The one on the end of your Twitter handle.
3: No. I said BigBlueZam1. No, you didn't. I did.
0: You really didn't. I will be able to settle this in editing. Uh, don't. I'm probably I will, wrong. I will call it out. No. Fact, you know what? I'll probably just edit it to make sure Victor is wrong anyway. That'll be more yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. So, so give us a clean take.
4: <laughs>
0: I, I will very clearly edit the one onto what Tim said, and then say Mister Black. One. Just
4: have Joey
2: say it
3: instead.
4: Yeah. Big Luzam. No, no, one. Hold on. Hold on, quiet guys. <laughs> one.
3: One. There you go. It was one, a clean texture, two.
0: Yeah. Alright, there we go. So uh,
2: Joe, anyway, you Joe, can find he me he on Twitter th- at TF Waffleman. No one on the end of that, just at TF Waffleman. Uh, talk to me, talk to us at the podcast at Joestar All Stars on Twitter.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you can send any hate or fan mail you'd like to uh All Stars at gmail.com You know, we appreciate anyone we get. We try and respond to them. Uh, always as always, you know give us five stars like rate review share us with your friends and inflict us upon other people
2: yeah we're on we're on iTunes we're on the Apple podcast Spotify uh, Joestar all fireside Fm is where we officially live
1: and since yeah. we just started yeah. Stardust Crusaders this is an excellent time to just like get people into it
4: yeah yeah yeah
3: it's a lot of people's favorite for I think they'd appreciate it reasons yeah so, but this is where the JoJo
0: bullshit starts. Oh, this is this is JoJo, Victor. We are all JoJo all the time from here on out. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, thanks again for watching, everyone. This has been Joestar Allstar signing out for all you Yocasta slash Oedipus nerds <laughs> out there. Please don't. Say goodbye, right. JoJo. <laughs> goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. Alright, here we are today doing a retrospective on... Episode one of Stardust Crusaders. Now that we have attained the wisdom and maturity that comes with truly experiencing the first season of Joestar or JoJo's Bizarre Adventure,
1: true JoJo connoisseurs. Yeah, mm. we just
0: thought we might vomit some of that wisdom back into you. Oh. <laughs> into <Sorry>. you? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Clearly I have not obtained the wisdom not to say things like that. Not to string those words together. Fucking <laughs> cursed.
4: God, it's just the
2: reaction in my gut was visceral.
1: <laughs> I think we're be making this episode worse. <laughs> it's on brand. Yeah. <laughs> Look, this
0: is who jo- we are. Joe Star All-Stars. Except we make the- this episode worse. <laughs> Look, if
1: they can't take me at my worst, they don't deserve me at my best. What best? Welcome to also my worst.
4: <laughs> Welcome to Stardust Episode Negative
3: One. <laughs> Welcome to
2: Stardust Episode Downvote.
3: <laughs> so, anyway,
0: we're... Um, having seen the first season, I'm actually especially interested in Victor. Your retrospective, because you were new the first time you watched episode one, you hadn't watched it. So now that you've gotten the first 24 under your belt, what has changed for you rewatching this first episode? Oh God, just re-listening to the episode, and it's been a it's been a bit
2: since I last heard it. So maybe I won't remember everything, but I do remember just how hard you guys have been clowning on me all season.
4: <laughs> like you cut in the Muhammad
2: Abdul? Yes, I am. Sorry, I, am. And, and, <laughs> I did not catch that. That's not in the episode.
0: <laughs> also, no, for a summer this up. will be this will be airing. So, like, <laughs> like this is episode one for a lot of people. Keep that in mind. I
3: just <laughs> <laughs> look
0: no spoilers.
2: Mildly, yes. I but I. <sighs>
0: Oh
3: yeah. Thank you, Tim, for posting Sweet Boy Jotaro. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a joke I have written down later on that's Sepia Jojo isn't real. He can't hurt you, Sepia <laughs> Jojo. He, looks, he just looks
1: like a like a sweet young schoolboy. He just looks like a, like a good sweet boy. We didn't comment on this the first time,
0: but that's when Holly's running towards him, and it's presented like this is Joseph jo- or Jonathan Joestar again. Like, oh, he's so sweet. Here he is, the diligent son. And then it just hard cuts to what the hell do you want, mom? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you, you bitch.
2: <laughs> he right are- scratch falls all over him for himself
3: god as hardcore as fucking holly is presented as like Susie q part two like it's such a it's such a heartbreaking moment for me still i see it's actually i think it's played for comedy because she goes hi and then the logo slams her in the
0: face actually with a sound <laughs> effect and then we
1: cut to the opening <laughs> 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 I, I do love that her initial reaction is that Like oh, did he murder somebody? (laughs) How many people did he murder? And she's like so cool
2: with it. (laughs) She has this vision in her mind of this dear sweet Jotaro, and can unironically hold it in the mind at the same time as how many people did he murder, and still just adore this child.
0: (laughs) Well, you've seen another's love. You've seen him for twenty four episodes now, Victor. Have have I I, have I
2: seen Holly for twenty four episodes? No, you've
0: seen Jotaro. What do you think is the real Jotaro?
2: Uh, the real Jotaro is uh, my boy Kudoro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's true. The loving partner for Kaku. Yeah,
2: uh, that's the real Jotaro right there.
0: That's my
1: ATP. So here's something I Y'all really... Yo, kyutoo I, I, st- I still love Jotaro. He's my favorite.
2: So, you, you were talking about it, slamming Holly in the face and going straight to the opening. That's something I want to talk about with, with 24 episodes of experience because uh, I am... I really enjoy Stand Proud now, Yeah. like I maybe didn't at first, but it, it grows on you really well. Like it, it's good. It's it's got that Iraqi energy. It mm-hmm. needs. It, it's what you need to get pumped for every episode of Stardust Crusaders.
0: It's what you need to pump yourself up and turn your brain off. Uh, nope. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yep. It, it it reminds you like I'm watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure.
2: <laughs> it's like all of the. All of the openings so far have been so well tailored to the seasons that they're in. Mm-hmm. Like, Sonochino Sadame gets, has this big old-school, like, honor vibe to it, which is great for Jonathan. And then Bloody Stream is loose and jazzy, and that's great for uh, young Joseph. And then this, you know, hard metal opening for uh, Stan Proud is so good for the Jotaro vibe.
1: No, 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
3: One,
0: yeah. <laughs> this last one. You'll get to it now that you've seen at least one version of End of the World. We'll get there. We'll
2: get there. Mm. Yeah, so here we are it's looking back and just the the stand fight kind of between Star Platinum and Magicians Red.
3: We, uh, we, we go
2: downhill from there, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: David Production it's coming out them. the gate with like 10 out of 10
1: stand fight animation really like bringing you in. Like, yeah. They they, they they pull out all the stops for the first fight, and like it establishes a lot of the rules that will eventually break, but they're, <laughs> they're mostly, uh, you know, kind of penciled in.
3: Hey, remember when uh, Star Platinum is a close range stand and can't go outside this fucking... Jail cell to get him all of these toys that he wants
1: yep. and this beer and this manga and this fucking mm. <laughs> Look, we established this in the original version of this episode he just like he just like kind of reaches out that window of the cell and just grabs it. Yeah. It's I fine. like to
2: imagine that a Rocky just thought Star Platinum could make shit and then just <laughs> forgot that he
0: decided this yeah, that actually lines up with how other JoJo's are introduced with their stance. You, you uh, think maybe the, honey, the,
1: you think maybe the, like, the girls from Jotaro's school just kind of like, sneak in stuff through the window? Ooh, to...
0: that might actually be the most real answer we've gotten so far. Because they <laughs> definitely would be trying and to logical just, business. You should, like, get out of here, you bitches. So, Victor, after this first episode, I'm sure you had at least some impression of where this was going. Do you think Star uh, Stardust Crusaders has gone in that way? Tell me about this. Ooh. I,
2: I said I said the first time that, you know, it's JoJo. I have no idea where anything is going. And, but I really had no idea where anything was going. Like, nothing I could have possibly imagined would line up with the absolute insanity that is Araki's mind.
0: <laughs> like, and that's saying something coming off of Battle Tendency, where, like, <laughs> that episode where the Pillar Men are introduced, or no the, the, in my the
2: Final Cars, like, after Final Cars, I should have been ready for anything. I, my body <laughs> was <should've>. not ready.
1: <laughs> you weren't ready <laughs> for,
3: for perfect beings or cyborg Nazis? When you <laughs> launched
1: the perfect being into space in order to fe- defeat them, you should have just been on board for anything at that point.
2: I was <laughs> not prepared. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Clearly not Y'all I still stand by that uh, Stardust is my favorite This is like this season's been great This first episode's great uh, The globetrotting nature of this season Just works really well mm-hmm. The ensemble cast that they managed to build Over the season is very good And don't forget the most
2: important part of the ensemble, narrator Coon.
4: Narrator (laughs) Coon, very good.
3: Sponsored
2: by whatever travel agency is paying (laughs) Iraqi bills. All
3: right, look, the monster of the week feel to it is very, very good. It's probably the thing that like made me want to watch or play, you know, D and D sort of games that do the monster of the week sort of thing. It's it's something that really draws you in, and it's really good yeah and it's done really well and
0: i hope that y'all decide that we are not garbage at this and watch along with us come with us on this dare i say bizarre adventure no
4: No!
0: No! No! you've done that joke before (laughs) i bet they'll do it again yeah but it's
2: episode one so they haven't heard it
0: yet (laughs) suck it
3: Nobody will believe that I haven't said Jotaro coming 100% platinum all over me. Oh, yeah. Daddy (laughs) Light.
0: My goal is to eventually cut you all out of the podcast and just use sound clips.